The Love and Comedy Podcast. Love and Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 19 of the Love and Comedy Podcast with your hosts, Drew Schaefer and Aurora Schaefer. Our podcast Aurora is about Sing. Love. Oh, I forgot you're going for my singing. No. <laughs> Let's try a new theme song. Let's do it. All right. I'm thinking Full House, 1990s sitcom. All right. Whatever happened to comedy? The local man falling in love and having some comedy. And then there was a woman who talked about her dog. Welcome to the Love and Comedy Podcast. We are seeking a jingle, a theme song writer, not a jingle writer. We're not a commercial. Yeah, we're, we're who can write us a theme song yeah. and then record it for us? Yeah, we're, we're thinking, thinking, like I said, 90s style, if you can do a full house. We'll go to San Francisco and look at the houses that nobody can ever afford. Right. Well, someone can afford them because people are buying them. Yeah, it's not fair. Not us. Not, not us. us yet. Not us. So Never will be. Yeah. Welcome, um, anyway. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to the Love and Comedy Podcast. We're two stand-up comedians talk pursuing love while pursuing a career in stand-up comedy <laughs> not singing um, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully uh, not plot singing. twist plot twist what's the plot twist plot twist is that your two comedian hosts happen to be married but even bigger of a plot twist plot plot twist they're married to each other twilight zone mind Whoa. blown that's like m night Shyamalan did the twilight zone yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god okay so we're married we to are. each other? Yeah, here and we are. And we're doing a podcast? <laughs> what a we've hot been take. Doing it, we've been doing it for 19 episodes now? Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is the 19th. Yeah. And we're we're going to wrap season one at episode 20. Yep. And we have a special guest on episode 20. I hope that they don't cancel because then I'll just seem like a liar. <laughs> yeah, then next week we'll have to scrounge for something. Like, yeah, yeah, our yeah, big yeah. Special, special guest. guest. Our ice cream man. Uh, you know him. She's the cashier at Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. <laughs> She'd be a good guest on the she, podcast. Well, you know exactly who I'm talking I about, I know the right? one you're talking about, yeah. I Anyways, had her today. She was in a bad mood. I was like, oh. Someone probably stole probably anyways we digress we digress <laughs> um yes episode 20 we're gonna have a special guest i'm so excited um but this episode we have two very special guests <gasps> who are they us oh my god oh wait no then we wouldn't be guests oh right <laughs> we're, we're the, the hosts. hosts yeah okay oh. so what are we doing on this episode uh we are answering more listener questions listener questions so these are a lot of the ones that we got from so many people or we get every time we talk about being a married comedian couple so we haven't talked about them we thought maybe at some point it would come up naturally but now we're gonna force it yeah we're gonna force it and then also we're gonna revisit these a lot of these in season two which i'm thinking will probably happen in august but we don't have a yeah. hot date for it yeah we'll be updating with that final date yeah. so you will know and yeah we won't be gone for long but there's 20 episodes in season one that when we're done so you guys have a lot to listen to <laughs> yeah if you're watching this one first or listening to this one first oh you got some work to do you got some cashing up um but anyways let's get started yeah let's do it okay so listener questions 
we have a few listener questions and these are just like random ones they don't totally fit in a theme but some of them might yeah that's the thing we didn't want to confine ourselves to just one theme of like oh every question has to be about this because these are things that we want to talk about for real for real I'm really excited. Oh, also, we should mention before yeah. we get into it that we there's a couple of other things that okay. we need to say. One is season two, the the format of our episodes are going to change just a little bit. Just a little bit. We're going to have more segments, more yep. games with our guests um, yeah. to get to know them and more hot takes Ooh. Ooh, on controversial stuff. Yeah. Wow. Pineapple on pizza. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. As long as it's vegan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh my god controversy and then the controversy uh, why did i <laughs> <laughs> when that would be like if hershey made a controversy controversy hershey yeah is that, that was a, good that was I, good i got it thank you i appreciate it um and then the other thing is we are recording a live from the comedy spot did you just say recording a live yeah that's your... what i've always said have you why have i not <laughs> got it till now <laughs> I've literally said that on every episode we record Have here. You? I, I'm yes. going to play these back. I'm going to listen and be like, she's been saying recording alive. alive. Yeah, because we're not live, but we are alive. Oh, yeah. Duh, we're not recording live. Yeah. We're recording. Alive. Alive. From the comedy spot. From the comedy spot. Yeah, I, I've said that every single episode, and I'm surprised that you haven't noticed till just now. Yeah, no. And then when you said it, I even was like, this is live? Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah who are silly. we streaming to um but support the comedy spot what are all yeah. the things uh it's a non-profit comedy club they do improv stand-up sketch comedy they do classes in stand-up sketch improv film writing mm-hmm. uh screenwriting short films everything yeah they do, yeah they get so much cool stuff here so support them come support by midtown sacramento midtown. coolest little area little yeah bars and restaurants everywhere so much fun and thank you so much comedy spot for letting us use your yeah, space really appreciate you. it otherwise we have guests come to our house and then we have to pick up dog like dog poop and pee and <laughs> Not that our dog poops and pees all over the place, but you she made gets, it sound bad. I, know. Yeah. I mean, we have a clean home. Anyways, thanks, for, Comedy Spot. For me, it's more like now these comedians know where we live. If we ever I, bump them at a show or <laughs> steal one of their jokes accidentally. I just like, I don't like having the anxiety of having someone come over and be like, can you take your shoes off? Because we're those people. We're those people, yeah. And put the toilet seat all the way down to flush. Yeah, so yeah. So you're not putting poop and pee particles in the air. Exactly. People don't know that. No, they Ugh. don't. So anyways. Thanks, yeah. Comedy Spot. Thank you. We don't have to take our shoes off here. Thank you so much. Yeah, we should. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, okay, let's get started for <laughs> right. real. Let's get started for okay, real. Okay, we're being silly. We're okay. being silly. Um, so our first question. Uh, like I said, a lot of these are just frequently asked questions. You may have sent this question to us. So if you hear it, you said it and other people did as well. But the first one is when doing material about your partner, how does that work? You're asking me first? Yeah, so oh, okay. for, y- for you. I so mean, you're not asking the other people in the room? No, everybody okay. else. How does it work? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we peanut butter jar well. over there. Okay. How does the jelly, when you want to write jokes <laughs> about your partner? Is there peanut butter and jelly in here? No. Oh, I got God. you all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what? Can we make a sandwich? I got her. Um, um, okay. Yeah, so how does it work? So for starters, um, is there anything off limits when you're talking about me or do you run it past me first? Like, I feel like I should be asking you that question. I'll say what? for me, well, cause I'll say, well, cause I'm like, is there anything off limits? That would be a question I have for you. Okay. So I think that's how I handle it. I also like, okay. So there's like this style of stand up where people mm-hmm. go on stage and complain about their partners. Yeah. 
And I don't think I have that. I yeah. Do you? I I haven't heard you say anything negative about me on stage. I've had maybe some silly little things. Obviously, not in front of you. <laughs> what you think I am? Not in front of me. I would laugh so hard. No, I think I did do one of them in front of you early on in the relationship, where I was like explaining that you don't say please and thank you. Yeah, but again, that's not like that's like rightfully annoying. Okay. You know, and like I mean, she I said it, like, folks. I mean, I say please and thank you. Now you've trained me. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like okay, thank you. okay. Thank you for saying please <laughs> and thank you. Okay, so I feel like making jokes about my husband on stage. This is something that I don't know if I was with if I was with someone who wasn't a comedian, I would be more sensitive to it. I agree. And I think that I would probably sit down and be like, "Hey, I want to make this joke. Are you okay with it?" But because the jokes I say about you aren't negative in the sense of like punching down, like I'm not putting you down. The only thing that I say is you're shorter than me and yeah. I do make fun of your height and I guess that is putting you down. Okay. Also, you don't say shorter than me. You say he's a, a short. short. Yeah. So people assume I'm five foot three. They just assume I, I am a small, tiny man. I'm average. I know. I know you when are. When people see me, they're like, oh yeah, you're not you're not that short. But to me, you are, right? Yeah. And so it's like, but because you are a comedian and I'm not saying anything like against your character or anything like that, no. I don't, I've never felt the need to like run it by you. Yeah. But if I was with a normal, like if I was with like an accountant, I would be like, is this okay if I joke about your height? Yeah. But because it's you, I don't feel the need to check. And why do and you think that is like what, i think it's because you it? understand that it's a joke like you understand joke writing and then you understand that in comedy you write what you know and you write based on life experience and like you are a big part of my life and so i'm gonna write about being with the short man and a lot of people don't expect it and i think mm -hmm. it gives new perspective on like dating and being a taller, bigger woman and being like, he's confident and good with it. So, so am I. And we're all happy and fine. And he's a great guy. And I even say that on stage. I go, oh my gosh, I love my short white so much. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm being positive about yeah. it. And I think people are like, wow, that's cool. Like, she's just like looking at him like a person, a good person. Yeah. And so I don't feel that need to be like, is this okay if I joke about your height? Because it's positive. But if I was with someone who was a normal guy, I don't know why. I feel like I'd have to be more sensitive and be like, hey, is it okay if I use you in my material? Because maybe they don't understand that it's not coming from a malicious place. It's yeah. coming from just life experience. Yeah. I think to me, it's like, it's for the greater good of society. Like your joke is funny. It makes a lot of people happy. Therefore, it barely does anything to me. I don't think anything of it. Like, yeah. So there's and no negative that, and a lot of positive. And I know that you know that. Yeah. And and again, I don't write. I'm not the kind of comic and I've never really been a fan of comedy that talks about their partner in a negative way. Like, yeah. oh, my God, my husband does this and it's so annoying and I hate it. It's then like, leave. then leave. Yeah, then, then don't. Leave. Do yeah. Yeah. So um, doing jokes about my partner, doing jokes about my husband. I feel comfortable because I'm speaking my truth and it's all really positive and silly, I feel like. I think, and yeah. if anything, it's like uplifting. I'm like, he makes up for the loss and heights somewhere yeah. else, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. So that's that's my take. I just do it because I know that it's coming from a good place and that you understand joke writing. 
Yeah. And for you, do you feel the need to run it past me first? Or do you think that your judgment on it because you're not going negative? It's like, oh, I don't need to. I don't feel the need to run it past you. Mm-hmm. I do feel the excitement to run it past you. Okay. That's, that's how I that's feel. Fun. Okay. Yeah. Because if I write something about you, I'm like, oh my God, this is so fun. Yeah. Let me tell them. Yeah. How do you, okay. So how do you feel about writing material about me? I mean, I agree with you that, yeah, this, it was like the nineties was a lot of my wife, my wife does this. And even earlier, just a lot yeah. of, a lot of misogyny. That's what it was. It was just a lot of dudes complaining about their wives. Um, but I agree. It's like, just leave. If you feel that miserable or they're that terrible of a person and you're ignoring their positives, leave. So for me, it's like, yeah, I don't joke about that stuff. And when I do, it's so playful that people know it's just like chill and it's like silly. Like, oh, she makes fun of my height and I make fun of this. And it's like, okay, fair. It's like a fair relationship. You also don't really talk about me that much on stage. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Am I just like not interesting to you? What the hell? Are you kidding? You just don't want to talk. You don't want to tell people you're married. Wow. You're hoping the ladies will just like right, come up is... to you after a show and be like, hey, Drew. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she called me out. I was like, is she going to she gonna circle the drain or you, know, you dove right in? So yeah, it's, yeah. I even like when I accidentally tap the mic with my what, my wedding ring, I'll hide that hand the rest of the set. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just you walk chose on violence today. <laughs> No, I just, yeah, it's like the things that I do talk about are pretty silly or things we did together, like stories about us. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, there's not really anything that I've felt like I couldn't say in front of you. So I don't feel the need to run it past you first. Yeah. Like I like have teased on like the joke about her cake topper that said worth the climb, insinuating mm-hmm. that, yeah, you're worth the climb because I'm short and have to step on things to, re- to kiss you. I'm like, yeah, it's not like we got one that said worth the, and then I would do like silly complaints about you, like worth the um, contact lens cases that sit on the counter. Like I didn't get that on our cake topper. How is that fair? Like it's silly. I've heard you say that joke and it's so cute because then you go, um, it said worth the climb and then you go, you do the joke and you go, but she really is worth it. Yeah. You're worth the climb. You are. (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's all positive. It's all positive and it's silly and fun and people enjoy it. And I also think like there are a lot of audiences now that when they hear complaints about partners are like, why are you doing this here? And we're not on board. Like some older comedy fans maybe got used to it and think that's what it is. But I'm like, no, I think modern is becoming more like we're all people. We yeah, have- it makes that it almost feels like the audience is now looking at that comic and being like, this makes you look bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does too. Don't talk about your partner like that. Yeah. yeah. No. I do have some. There's the one. <laughs> so I think what it is, is everything that you say to me has the potential to become a joke. I mean, a ditto. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, there's one where it's like, you said something, you're like, I don't remember saying that. I'm like, I do. Because as soon as you said it, I wrote it down. I was like, this is going in the set. I I, I have things like that too. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I never said that. It's like, I wrote the joke. I can date it. We can do a pocketed punchline <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the day you said it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I definitely have the same thing. Yeah. But again, it's not, for me, it's not negative. No. So yeah. Even, I think yeah. we both agree. Like, just don't. I feel like if, as long as you're speak like we talked about it earlier today, as long as you're speaking your truth, yeah, and you're a genuinely good person, then you can't really go wrong when it comes to writing jokes about your partner. Yeah, a lot of your jokes have to do with 
sexual stuff when it comes to me yes you do you do a lot of sexual stuff and i think that segues into the next question pretty good okay the next question is how do you feel do you feel just as comfortable talking about sex stuff in real life as you do on stage (laughs) no no not at all wait wait let's both say our answer on three even though you just said your answer okay ready one One, two two, three three. no No. (laughs) okay good i was like oh look at that we did it at the same time yeah not the first time we've done it at the same time oh okay let's Oh, see, we both just said no, and now we're both like, oh no, people listening. Oh my God. They want to know. The people want to know. What? How many times have. No. (laughs) They asked about our sex life. They want to know. Okay, yeah. So people are Uh, curious. But the answer is no, we don't like talking about it. No, yeah, I don't. It's it's that religious upbringing guilt, and it's just trauma. Yeah, like, it's just like, yeah, I grew up so religious. If you haven't seen my comedy, same. I. I was, do you remember when there were like the Ten Commandments and one of them is like, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor? Did your church teach that even having a thought about somebody was the same as doing it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, if you even think about your neighbor, you're coveting them. And that's one of the Ten Commandments. I remember, oh, see, I already feel uncomfortable talking yeah. about this. But I remember uh, being in elementary school and because I went to Catholic school and mm-hmm. they were teaching us about, you know, um, our changing bodies Oof. and they separated us and they talked about masturbation. Oh my God. You oh. just ASMR. I know. One. I know. I feel so weird talking about it. Yeah. So th- I remember they said they were teaching us ways to divert our thoughts. Yes. So they were like, if you feel this urge, it's bad it's wrong it's shameful and this is what you can do to not think those thoughts go outside go play go do this go do that and they're like don't think these thoughts and so i grew up thinking that if i ever thought about pleasure in that way oh god it's uncomfortable word, yeah, yeah. That's, you could never work at chick-fil-a every time you'd be like my pleasure, my pleasure. You're like, is something wrong with the chicken? You're like, no, no something's no. wrong with my chicken. I need therapy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, so talking about it in real life, but then what makes it so comfortable talking about it on stage? It's like we get into a microphone and it's complete. We're like, when we shout it out to people, it's yeah. different. I think it goes back to, again, we know we're doing it for the greater good. We're doing it to make people happy, make them laugh. And people also probably have these thoughts. I yeah, and it's so weird because on stage we're both so sex positive. Yeah, we are, we are mostly yeah. Remember the show we did here at the well, I did here at the comedy spot, uh, Buddy Love's show, Doctor Buddy yeah, Love, yeah, yeah. and it was like sex positive show. So every type of person after the show, this this woman I assume approached uh, and she said, "Oh, I think you're asexual." Oh right. And I was like, "Oh, so I'm sex negative. I'm sex zero. Yeah, I'm not- but on but I, what I'm talking about is when you're on stage, when we're both on stage, oh, yeah, yeah. like we openly open. talk about sex. We're we're open to like everybody's decision on what they're attracted to sexually yeah. and who they are, who they decide to be. Like we're so like sex pot like we're just open like yes, to talking about yeah, it open yeah. to talking about it. like i've talked about polygamy on stage i've talked about masturbation on stage like yeah. i've talked about all these I, you've <laughs> talked about blowjobs yeah. and all this stuff but then when we talk about it and like every time i go into a sex store i start to sweat oh and, my god like pan- and like even get hot, even passing panic. it on the way here i was like oh, oh god yeah oh. i don't know what it is i mean yeah. i do yeah. i know what it's, it is it's the trauma but i guess yeah on the microphone when we get on stage, it's just maybe just feels powerful. Like I feel like I'm being a voice for people who feel like me. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I've, I've had that recently where like my experience, people are like, oh my God, I feel that way too. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we just don't talk about it. Like society makes it seem like everybody's doing it. Everybody just thinks about it 24 seven. But if you're like, oh, I'm kind of uncomfortable about it sometimes. People are like, me too. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, that's, I guess maybe we should go to sex therapy though and make it so that we can talk about it off stage. Yeah, that would be, that's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. Somebody recommend somebody for us. Because <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm like, okay, now we need someone to write us a theme song. <laughs> yeah, we also, need a lot of help. Also recommend us to a sex therapist. Yeah. <laughs> if you know somebody who is a sex therapist with a keyboard, we can yeah, we can come up with something. Yeah. Please. Please. Yeah, <laughs> do bacon. a two for one special. Another question that we get all the time whether it's in person oh, yeah. or online is, oh my God, you're married to a comedian. Oh my God. You guys must just laugh at home all the time. You and guys just have must so just much fun. laugh and laugh and, and laugh. Never, nothing ever bad happens to you. Ugh. No, obviously not. <laughs> not that. I mean, but let's let them know. Like, Let's let them know. Let's let them know let right them know. now. Let's let everybody know. What is it like at our house? Do you think that it's laughing all the time? What do, no. you, what do you think? What people forget or people don't know probably. Tragedy plus time equals, equals comedy. Therapy. Oh, comedy. Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> um, yeah, both. Both. So, I mean, yeah, we're silly. I feel like we... I feel like when we're home, we're just normal. We're like normal, boring people. Yeah, we watch Netflix together. We yeah. chill. We eat. Like, oh, we don't talk much. I feel this is like the most talking we do. I think so too. But I think that's like kind of normal when you literally spend twenty four seven with somebody. Yeah. So this year will be nine years together nine years, in yep. October, and when you spend that long with someone, it. Not that you like lose things to talk about, but you just get more comfortable. You're not like, oh my gosh, we have to fill the silence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're not like the kind of couple, like, you know how there's those couples on TikTok that like play pranks on each other and they're like so silly. Yeah. And like, we don't really do that because we're, I feel like we're performing. So when we get home, we kind of just like decompress and do yeah. our own thing. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, I think a lot of couples have different hobbies and different things they go out and do. So it's like, oh, honey, I'm going to go play trivia with the boys. You can go, you know, to your book club or whatever. Like they have like separate hobbies. So they're away. But us, it's like there's times where we're doing the same shows and people like to book us together, which is fine. It saves us gas money. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, I don't know. I think because we have the same hobbies, it's not like we have, oh, my God, I was at this event and this happened. It's like, no, I was standing next to you. Remember? I mean, we do have different hot. Like, I yeah. go play basketball and I play basketball now. I play, play basketball. <laughs> Everybody. I I got a three pointer. I you did. It. No, you did. And it was off a block. You I blocked a shot. You did. Passed to somebody or no, I blocked it and I ran down and grabbed Drew it. I was so happy. I was about a one this. man three point machine for one play. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I was. And you just learned how to shoot the week before. Yeah. So <laughs> we're getting better. But I just feel like we're okay. Let's describe a day. Let's okay. describe a Saturday. Okay. Okay. So we usually sleep in. 
A little bit, yeah. I wake up earlier. I am a morning person. And once the yeah. sun starts hitting, I'm like, okay, I'm waking up. And I will sleep until the next day. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we are opposite I in the morning. I will sleep for 24 hours. And there's like this. I am literally sleeping beauty, like uh, the Princess Aurora. Like I am asleep. She is. Yeah. Um. So you'll wake up early and then what earlier. And then yeah. let's say, let's say it's like a normal, normal Saturday. We're feeling great. We'll get up and then we'll go to Orange Theory. Yep. We'll go work out. Yeah. They're not our sponsor. They should be. Um, they should be. They should be. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll go work out together. We'll come home, have breakfast, shower, prep for the day. Um, and all this time, I mean, there's some days it's like, oh, this, that was a good workout. We're both feeling happy and fun and we're being silly together. And other times it's like, we're both asleep. We're out until 1 a.m. and somehow we got up at 7 a.m. to go work out. To go like, work out. Yeah. And then do you, and then sometimes we'll like go to my mom's house. My mom's yeah. like 10 or 15 minutes away. Yeah. We'll go there. We'll chill with her while we do laundry because we don't have laundry at our place. Yeah. So we can get free laundry. Yay. Thanks, But mom. we do it. We do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think we're the ones that are like... We do it like 80% of the time. Mom, here's a laundry... What? No. Sometimes we're like, hey, can you switch it over? Oh, yeah. I mean... And then sometimes she folds it for us. I don't, I don't want her to. I know, but she does. I told her that so many times. I like, know, no. but she does. She folds your underwear. That's <laughs> that's why I got weird. Um, Remember earlier when I said I couldn't talk about sex? I can't even look at underwear. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. So then we'll do that. And then we'll come... We'll like... Come home and do what? What do we do? Watch TV, eat. A lot of eating, honestly. We eat a lot. We eat a lot. I didn't get this way by accident. No, we... We were so skinny together when we met. Oh, yeah. I remember taking a picture in your first apartment that, like, I met you at. And I was like, look, yeah, this is going to be like the before and after. I didn't realize I was going the opposite direction. I was like, I'm going to get buff. And this is going to be the when I was skinny and had nothing on me. And I just got fat. Yeah. That's another thing that we do together is we do like... Get fat together? Yes. Yes. No, but another thing we do together is talk about like our goals and stuff. Yeah. And then we never follow through, but we do... I mean, sometimes just saying them out loud makes you feel like you accomplished them. I agree. Yeah, that's there's enough. actually science that says that that's true. I mean, I'm I like, agree. I feel it. Yeah, because then it, you then you start to make like little mindful decisions to like work towards that goal. Yeah, for sure. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so I think yeah, there's some days where it's like we'll each be working on comedy side by side, or we'll be checking our planners and going, "Hey, what are you doing this day? I got a booking for this." Yeah, or so we'll I mean, just veg out. Yeah, yeah. I think we're pretty normal we're in that so way. Normal. I do think, and I was sort of mentioning it to you this morning when we were trying to pick the questions, that it's kind of funny being a comedy couple because there's some mornings where like maybe you didn't get enough sleep and you're like a little cranky, and I'm like, oh, I got enough sleep. I'm up. I'm squirrely, and like that difference between me being so silly and you being asleep is like a more extreme difference than a normal couple. Yeah, and I like I will wake up and Dr. Seuss you is what I call it, where I just start uh, rhyming and just <laughs> you're like, I'm not awake, I haven't had coffee. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Look at this, I got some bling, and I'm just like rhyming everything that I can. Oh my god, it's one of my favorites, it's but I, my, one of my not favorites, yeah, exactly. Because I only do it when you're and he like does it, he like gets close to my face, yeah, I'll be like, hey. And I'm like, oh my God, please get out of my face. But I think that that jokingness and silliness is something that we do because we're a com- comedy yeah. couple. But I mean, normal and there's couple, times where you do it where I'm like, I had a lo- yeah, where I had a long day, and I'll I'll come home and you'll just be like, all right, princess, spin in the living room, and you'll grab my hand and like try to ballroom <laughs> dance with me, and I'm like, okay, no. see, that's funny. <laughs> see, 
I was like, yeah, you do that to me too. And I'm cranky. I'm like, no, I had a long day at work. You're like, just do a spin. Come on. Yeah, I get my I get my zoomies at night. Yeah. I'm a night zoomies. You are. And you're a morning zoomies for sure. Yep. But I feel like normal couples have that too. It's nothing like we're not like sitting down writing jokes all day. I think that's what people think we do. And we just don't do that. The one thing that I like that we do that I don't think all couples do, and I think this is really important, and I and it's not just for comedy, like being a comedy couple, okay. is that we try to, once a week, on the weekend, sit down and talk about our week. Yeah. Like, I do feel like we do that. Yeah. Pretty consistently. I, I, and I don't think that we, like, mindfully, like, I think it's something that we just do, so, and I think that's why it's not consistent, because we don't make a point of it yeah but it naturally happens more often than not where we are like okay it's sunday night let's just sit down and look at our calendars okay what do you got going on okay we have therapy okay you're here this weekend i'm here next weekend like how are we getting to this you know trip in the couple weeks like then we kind of like do that and i don't think all couples do that but i think it really helps us like get on the same page yeah and i i like that with certain things it's a good division of labor because it's like okay we have to plan a trip to san diego so you look at this i'll book the hotel i'll book the flight like we like plan it out and divide the labor and it's it's kind of fun yeah yes yes and yes and oh oh. (laughs) we're inspired by the comedy spot um yes and i think it also speaking of division of labor not even just like planning trips like that but Mm -hmm. even like in the house like okay so drew has a really busy week because he's working full time and he has to go to the bay a couple times Mm -hmm. so that means aurora is gonna have to pick up some of the slack at home with with lucy our dog or with the laundry or cleaning or oh aurora is gonna be really busy busy this week because she has these auditions and this project and this project so drew's gonna have to pick up you know here and there and it's like yeah division of labor like you said and it just helps us get on the same page so that i'm not like out doing auditions and all this stuff and i'm like i need clean pants and you're like oh my god i didn't even realize like you know oh i i could have done laundry yesterday but i forgot yeah i was like like i was doing self-care yesterday and it's like well you know then we can kind of be like okay well here's your night where you get to do your own thing and then yeah I need your help here. And I feel like that communication helps us out. I think more couples should do that. I, I want to do that more often with you. Yeah. Me too. I think it helps a lot. Yeah. Look at that. We're a good, normal couple. I know. We're going to... Actually, th- a really good couple. Arthur. All right. I didn't want to brag, everybody, but we are the best couple. And that's why you listen to our <laughs> podcast and not those shitty podcasts. We're like, we love, we love. We we're just love. like, we hate each other, but we, we hate do? in a fun way. Yeah, we do. We don't. All right, everybody. I right as I was about to say we were the best couple of all time, I found we're out we're not on the same page. Aurora loves me. We just uh, talked about how we're not that couple that says that we hate our partner. No, I. Yeah, we don't say it. We just do it, babe. <laughs> our therapist is so proud of us too. It's hilarious. No, she's like, you guys are doing such a good job, and like, we're like, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, star students. We're cool. so competitive, awesome. though. I feel like part of it is competitiveness. We're like, yeah, are we the best? Yeah. Are we? Are you proud of us or are we the best? Yeah. That's what we want to know. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I can't divulge other patient information. We're like, but you can nod. Yeah, you can nod. Are we the best? Are we the best? Give us a little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she listens to our podcast, then we're the best. So let's make sure we tell her this I week. definitely don't want any of our therapists. I don't want my therapist or no. our therapist no i don't want that why not because then they're gonna bring it up 
Oh. I heard you talk about this. You guys need to, you know. No. I don't know. No, I sent my last therapist so many videos and he never watched them. I was like, dude, do your homework. Like, I think you're making you're... so much money. You should spend five minutes seeing well, my jokes. your last therapist wasn't the best anyway. No. I think the the weekly check-ins is a good segue into okay. um, the, our next question, which is... How do you stay organized? How do we stay organized? Um, so step number one, and something very fun. I'm such a like tech nerd, and it's, I love it's stuff panic. Like that. What? Just panic. Just panic. That's, That's how, how you I stay, stay organized. organized. <laughs> I just panic. Controlled panic. Just every day is a nightmare. <laughs> just wake up and go. What do I have to do today? Oh no. Um, no. For me, I think my favorite thing is we have a shared Google Calendar, which Aurora. Her phone didn't get set up at first with it because never, Apple sucks. I oh my god, stop it! I ne- I never look at the calendar. You have to. I know. I literally because I, I know, know it updates on your phone now. So Aurora will I be know. like, "Hey, what are we doing this night?" And I'll be like, "This, it's in the calendar." She's like, "Oh, I booked something else." I'm like, "No, but we were gonna get drunk and look at the pandas." Oh yeah, I'm you so booked sorry. a show on yeah. The zoo does a happy hour where they serve alcohol. To, to the humans, not the animals. Yeah. <laughs> just... That'd be kind of cool, though, honestly. Sacramento, Sacramento City, City Zoo. Are you listening? We should do this. You know for a fact they're not listening. Let but, a panda. Um, yeah, put some put some bamboo shooters. For, oh, my God. That would be For the pandas. Cool. Like, oh sa- like, has to be safe for them, honestly. Yeah, obviously. 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 <gasps> Maybe that's what? how they could get the pandas to repopulate, because weren't they endangered for a minute? They were, yeah. They do a lot of weird stuff weird to get them, shit yeah. okay yeah because they're like us they're like we don't want to talk about sex in real life <laughs> they have people um, are watching they have religious trauma as well yeah they also have religious trauma yeah. um okay yeah keep going sorry uh, we so, digress yeah <laughs> that's yeah we don't stay organized <laughs> We're, even our <laughs> this is discussion our organization, of organization yeah. is is a mess is chaotic at best okay so google calendar uh google calendar so that way i add my shows i add your shows i add the shows we're doing together any major life things we need to do together yeah that flights way, flights events, dates. yeah um so that way we can look and be like oh hey when was that flight oh here it's in the calendar um so that's a big one and then we each have a planner and so like in my planner last night at the show when the headliner was on stage because it was the fourth show i'd seen him do so i knew his jokes i didn't need to watch again um i was like looking at festival deadlines i was looking at when they're gonna announce festivals that way i know like okay by this day i'll know if this weekend is available to work right in your physical planner in my physical planner because it's easier yeah Yeah. because like digital is fine but you can't do the shorthand you want you can't set up things the way you want like i just like seeing it on paper yeah for me maybe that's the like elder millennials and us like we just don't, you don't think so i don't like seeing it on the paper i'd rather be able to put it in a digital form well you can then what's what is it that well it's more like, like i like to the way i diagram things doesn't fit in a traditional calendar like i'll connect things and like write in other things but it would what get you, confusing be specific because i'm not understanding what you're saying so for example somebody asked if i wanted to do a show but it's the weekend that i'd be doing a festival if i got in but I won't know about that festival until a certain date. So in the calendar, I can put notes, but the notes don't pop up when I pull up my calendar. I'd have to dig in. Versus in my thing, I wrote, if 
on this day, you find out you're not selected, reach out to this person, confirm you can do this show on this day. Okay, I see. Because I do the same thing in my physical planner. I write mm-hmm. it in pencil. Yeah. So if it's like a... Pencil if it's like versus a, pen. Yeah. yeah like, like, if it's like, like that. if it's like a, for example, a festival, it's like a TBD date. Yeah. I write it in pencil and then yeah. I write like in another date, like should know by this date yeah. in pencil. And uh, Yeah. I put so like then it's tentative like, in the calendar, but it's like, it's all just, yeah. Yeah, no, that I, makes... I, like, I prefer, like, on this day, know, look at this could, and see this. But then this. that's when you color code it in the oh, phone. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you could technically, like, if you could. want it to all be yeah. digital, you could be like, okay, purple's alternative, you know, dates, yeah. and then read into it. But I, I personally just like to see it on paper. Yeah. Because I like, I like to highlight things and, like, cross things out. I was going to say, the crossing out is fun. It's so satisfying. Do you ever write the thing that you just finished so you can cross it off and feel good Absolutely. about it? Absolutely. I did so many of those last oh. night. Oh, I was like, feels so good. Look at planner for August, and then I, I had already done that, and I crossed it off. I was like, I accomplished. I things. accomplished it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. I do that at work too. I have a, a planner, a physical planner at work, and that I don't even use digital for that. It's so all for physical. comedy, how like okay, so obviously that you stay organized in the Google Calendar that yeah. way, but like, um, are you sending out things to bookers and stuff? So how do you stay organized and keep track of that? I stuff? don't track that well enough yet. That's the yeah. issue. Like, there's only I a handful that I reach too. out to. So it's like it's I'm just. Because of my job, it's hard to just be like, hey, can I come perform at your club for four days? And I would actually be making more money at my office job than driving, spending all the travel money, yeah. like, almost just barely breaking even. Like, yeah. So for me, it's like, I think there's a part of me that's looking at it financially. Like, yeah, it would be cool to drive to Texas or Florida and do a gig. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's not financially feasible. So I'm not making the efforts to reach out to those people who have told me, reach out. I would love to have you here. I'm like, I just can't right now. So yeah, that until I can string multiple shows. Yeah. So we would have to like sit down. This is like where the organizing comes in. We have to sit down. We'd have to plan that out and look at surrounding maybe smaller towns and hit up like restaurants and coffee shops and be like, Hey, we can bring a comedy show there. And then you'd have to plan the trip. And that takes a lot of organization. And we just haven't had the energy or time to put into that, which we should. We should. I stay organized. Um, I never look at the Google calendar. That's my first stop. <laughs> I stay organized by my paper planner. This is I have this is a really weird method, but I have this um the like not the notes app but the like task app in my iPhone. Let me see what it's called. Yeah, actually, I I have Android, so I don't. It's uh oh my mom. Is it like a checklist? Me. Like a like? Oh, it's called Reminders. Okay. It's a Reminders app. Okay. Oh, okay. but yeah, you can cross it off when you finish it. Yeah, you just like. Boot, oh boot. yeah. Oh, see, I can already... Th- oh, add doc... Okay, All right, add don't doc- <laughs> put it away. She has ADHD. She will sit here and, and cross everything out before. Um. So, yeah. So, I have this reminders thing. And I have, like, this running task list. So, anything that I'm like, oh, I need to write this in my planner, I just put it in there. Or, like, things that are, like, immediate. Like, oh, laundry, clean. Um, I have something in here that said, like, when a mucka magnet to just, like, follow up on the magnet. Because we, oh, yeah. we need to get a magnet. Yeah. We collect magnets from every place we go. We do. Even places like Winnemucca. Winnemucca. And we forgot to get a magnet. And I was like, no. So yeah. things like that okay. I put in there. And then 
when I sit down and look at my paper calendar, I add those tasks into the paper calendar and then that's when I can like physically cross it out when it gets done. And then I can plan out my week. I just got a um, appointment book to help me plan out my days more because what I do is I'm like, okay, here on Monday, I have a list of all the things I'll get done Monday, Tuesday, list of all and so on and so forth. Right. And then um, sometimes I just don't get it done because I don't prioritize my timing. Like, Ooh, we're bringing back that again. Yeah, yeah. prioritize it. Prioritizing. Not that I didn't have time, I didn't prioritize it. So now I got an appointment book that I'm going to start using and I can actually write down like hour by hour, like minute by minute and be like, okay, here's where I can get this editing done and here's where I can do a break and self-care and then here's where I eat because sometimes I don't eat. I forget to eat because I'm like so focused or I sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing. I think I have ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when you're saying that it's like your life and your comedy, like you have to treat it like you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. That part. Like people just are treating their lives like it's just a random job. It's like, no, it's like you, you, if you have the attitude of you're the CEO of this top company, you're going to act that way. And if, and also I, I have been thinking about it more of like, I am the employee and the CEO. Okay. Right. So I have, if I'm the boss, I expect my employees to get things done in time because there's deadlines and there's things that we need to accomplish, right? Like Mm -hmm. being in sales, you have to hit certain numbers by a certain time and you have to check in and see if you hit those numbers. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the boss and the salesperson, if I check in and I don't hit those numbers, what happens? I get written up. Yeah. You get written up, you get written up, then you get fired. Yeah. Right? So I have to look at it as being like, okay, here's the deadline to get these things edited and done. Here's a deadline to get this submitted or whatever. Okay, employee, plan out your next couple days to get, get it done by the deadline. And then the CEO... Also, me is going to check in and be like, okay, is it done? Great. It looks like a great project. Congratulations. You got it done. Boom. And then every time you reach that mark and you be, you become successful, you get promoted. And that's how you get, like in life, that's like how, what yeah. happens is you get rewarded for your hard work. And you that's do. what happens when you get stuff done. Yeah. So I do the reminders list. I do the calendar, physical calendar. Um, And then we've slowly started outsourcing some like little things around the house that allow us more time to um, put into ourselves. Like we do um, have like a a housekeeper that comes once a month that helps clean. Um, We, we multitask when we do laundry, things like that. I also make sure I write everything down to stay organized. Cause if I don't write it down, I will forget about it. Yeah. That's That's pretty much it. Yeah. We have one more question. (laughs) One more question. Uh, And it's something I think we've had a lot of discussion about as well. And people always ask. And it's when we share an experience, who gets to joke about it on stage? Okay, you go first. What's your answer? Uh, My answer is whoever tells it funnier. Damn, that was my answer too. (laughs) So I I get to tell it (laughs) because I said it first. So that means, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Uh, no. So don't act so excited because I gave you permission to do something. Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. No, for real. I feel I I agree though because it's like 
I feel like we both just go up and say it in different shows and then whoever has a funnier take gets to keep it. Yeah, different yeah, perspectives on it. Because the same thing yeah. can happen to both of us and our senses of humor are, are different enough. That, like, and also, like you said, perspective is different. We yeah. have two different perspectives of the same experience. Yeah. So it's like, for example, like the story that we have told on stage together, which I think we should try to do more. That's a frequently demanded, not even a frequently asked question. That's a frequent demand is do comedy together at the same time. Yeah, do you guys do comedy together at the same time? Oh my gosh, you should. And we tried and it was good. I know. It actually it was went good. really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, we... We're at the Denver airport with something that was legal to buy in Denver mm-hmm. and illegal to take on the plane out of Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And so the story of you being the person who had it with you and yeah, me. Yeah, so like that. Ha- yeah. Oh, go ahead. And me. So Aurora was the one who had it in her bag and wanted to get rid of it and had to talk to TSA. And I was in the middle of a full pat down because I lost my driver's license on the flight. So that's a perfect example of how we had the same experience, but different perspectives and different yeah. like amounts of fear. Mm-hmm. The only issue that comes up. So I, so to answer the question. Yeah. I, th- I definitely think it's whoever tells it funnier gets to keep it, mm-hmm. but it's also fine if we both tell the same story because the perspectives are different yeah as long as the punchline is different and the like moral is different i would almost say like as long as we learn different things and like you said we have different styles of comedy so us writing the same punchlines is going to be pretty rare slash impossible yeah um in fact, even if we were to tag up each other's stories that we told differently, I still think it would be super different. I think so, yeah. The only issue that we would run into, which we haven't ran into yet, is telling if we're on the same show yeah. and we tell the same story. Because then they know the ending. But like, that hasn't happened yet. No. It we, hasn't. No. Why do, why do you think we don't... Maybe, I, I personally haven't really talked about shared experiences on stage that much i know thinking about it it's like we have a couple little things we've said but yeah it's rare that it's something we shared together yeah why do you think we don't like dig into that i'm like we both scratch our heads yeah like i don't know i mean i think maybe i don't know i want to i want to get deep and like psychological with it maybe in those moments the burden of making it funny feels split between us. So we're not working so hard to make it funny. Like when I'm by myself, I'm like, it's 100% my burden to make this funny if it's a funny situation versus like almost the bystander effect. If it's both of us, we're like, okay, well, yeah, Aurora will probably write something about this. So I don't need to oh. like our brain, even if we're not trying to, because the bystander effect isn't people are dicks and will not help in an emergency. It's someone will do something. Someone will do something. So your brain's yeah. like, I don't have to do anything. Maybe. Yeah. Cause the only time I've really talked about it on stage was when I did it with you. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, I think you might be spot on with that. Like the bystander effect, but with both of us having a shared experience. Cause I, I haven't really, the, the only thing that would ever give away that we're together is I talk about my short white. Yeah. Otherwise you in your set, just say my wife. Yeah. And sometimes say you're taller for the cake topper bit, but 
there's plenty of but women people don't put us together no. unless they see us like a lot of people not a lot of people sometimes people see us walk in together before the show yeah. and then they hear our material and they're like oh wait Are hold they? on but otherwise people don't put it together and i yeah, yeah we don't talk about shared experiences even thinking about like newer jokes i'm writing about like stories from my life it's like the moments where i was by myself like oh the time I had to drive to Phoenix alone me and too. this happened or the like, air, the whole airlines thing for yeah. me. I also think it has something to do with this might be a comedy couple thing okay that when we have a shared experience we're experiencing that as like a couple in real life and I don't think we necessarily necessarily look at that as like a an experience that we're like, oh, this has to be a bit. Like, you know how couples will just yeah. experience something and be like, God, that was crazy, you know? And we just like experience it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I look at that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to like repeat myself. But like, do you see what, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, as a couple, we process it in the moment as a couple. Versus if you're by yourself, you're processing it alone in your head. And maybe the way you're processing in your head is funny versus as a couple, we're just experiencing it and it's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, maybe that's just like a thing where I've like separated my couple experience from my comedy experience. Yeah. And it has something to do with the bystander effect, but it also has something to do with like, this is like my life and it's not, I don't know. I don't know. It's like separated. Yeah. Yeah. I like compartmentalize the experiences like this is like a life with Drew and then this is like my comedy like life that I can put into comedy. It's interesting. Yeah. So to answer the question, we don't know. Yeah. We don't I guess know. this is a good question because yeah, it's kind of stumped us. Like, yeah. Yeah. We just don't talk about shared experiences and now we can't figure out why we don't. Yeah. And I, Ooh. I think part of it is like. We need to do the. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm kind <laughs> the, of like freaking out video right now. Where, I feel like I should be the woman with all the formulas and she's like <sighs> or like the dogs at all the formulas and yeah. it like plays the music. We need to do that. Yeah, cuz I am I am at a loss. I have no idea. Cuz we don't. We, we don't. don't. Even like so one of the other ones I know we both wanted to joke about but neither of us ended up doing it. We never did it. The elevator the That's elevator. what you were thinking about. The elevator in Monterey. Yeah. That we were like, oh, there's a rooftop bar. Let's go. And we, we talked walked. about it during the experience and we, and about that, joking about it yeah. on stage and writing bits about it. It was like, I'll do a better joke. I'll get to tell it. And Never like, once talked about it on stage. No. I did Why? it one time as like an aside on some bit. Like, I don't remember which one, but yeah. Literally, both of us were like, we experienced this. That's this is funny. Weird. This is ridiculous. We should talk about it. And neither of us does. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I, we don't have an answer. <laughs> uh, well, the answer is we don't talk about shared. Exp- we didn't even know what the answer was, apparently. The answer is now we're realizing we don't talk about shared experiences. Yeah. And we have no idea why. So, yeah. It, it, what I'm hearing is to be better comedians, we need to be apart. What? Yeah, because if we share experiences, we'll never have anything to joke about. Okay, well, don't be dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Pocketed punchlines, it's pocketed punchlines time. It's time for pocketed punchlines. It's pocketed punchlines. Okay, do you want to go first or second? I don't have one yet. Okay, I'll go first. Um, Let's see, let's see. Explain pocketed punchlines while I look it up. 
<laughs> While she finds a joke deep in her notes section on her phone, uh, I will let you know that Pocketed Punchlines is our segment where we dive deep to find the jokes that didn't make it on stage, or maybe once or twice we're told, but have not made it into our set. Because every comedian has that genius idea they have to write down before they forget it. And then they just never try it. Okay, I have one. Okay. This is from August 9th, 2019. So four years ago. Okay. At 7.14 p.m. I wrote... I was feeling sick and I was texting my friend that I had to rest my voice for the show and I can, I can, oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a good start. I was okay. feeling sick and I was texting my friend um, and I was texting my friend that I had to rest my voice for the show and I can tell my friends really don't get what I do because she was like, why don't you just, why don't you just say you can't go because you're sick? And it's like, what would this be if I called in sick? Like I would look at the audience and be like, pause and be like, what would this be if I called in sick? You guys would have just all showed up here and been like, where's the comic? And they're like, oh, she called out sick today. We're short staffed. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Short staffed is yeah. The right way. Of like you it, can't, like- you can't be short staffed for a comic. Like your lineup can't be short staffed. No. <laughs> Like, yeah, there you can possibly find replacements, but it's like, that's such a bad thing to do to a producer last minute. Yeah. Like, if you're dying, yeah, you can cancel day, a gig. Day of, something comes up. I, I mean, I, during the uh, COVID, COVID, COVID. Yeah. Uh, when we, like, were coming out of the house, I had to call in the day of and be like, I'm sorry, I just tested positive for COVID. Understandable, whatever. But if I lost my voice the week before... I have to rest my voice because I have to be prepared to do the show. I can't just yeah. be like, oh, let me call in sick right now. Yeah. That's not how it works. No. Because what would this be? A short-staffed show? It doesn't make sense. No. So I was that, that was the bit, basically. That they think it's just a job, a normal yeah, job. Yeah, they're like, why don't you just call in sick? Who am I calling? Yeah, first off, yeah. I don't have a boss. This isn't... I'm the boss. Yeah. There's what? no handbook or HR policy on this. Yeah, like, there's no HR policy. There's no boss. Like, I'm calling a producer, like, to be like, oh, I lost my voice. But we're two weeks out, Aurora. I know, but I'm calling in sick. I don't want to come in. Like, that's not how this works. Yeah. Also, they don't realize that, like, this isn't salary or hourly pay. It's like, if I don't go in, I that's a lot of money that I lost for the week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that was it. Okay. I feel like it could become something. People don't understand what we do. Yeah, I think playing into all the aspects of comedy that are a job but aren't like other jobs. Right. Like we can show up late-ish. Late-ish. We can show up drunk. No one's going to write us up, right? We can drink on the job. People smoke on the job. Like this isn't like your nine to five that you call in sick and go on vacation. Like you make your own schedule. You're your own boss. Yeah. People don't get it sometimes. They don't. Yeah. Just call in sick. What would this be? What would this be if yeah. I called in sick? It's like athletes. Like Michael Jordan played with the flu. Like yeah. he was dying and he was like, but it's yeah. a game. It's we're like, tonight. We're like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? All right. So um, I haven't told this on stage, but you know this story. Is really it a well. shared experience? No, but it's <laughs> something I shared with you. I'm oh, going to put it right there so I can remember. Um, so one time when Aurora was out of town, uh, we were still living at her mom's house, and I was cooking. Oh. oh, I know. I was cooking something in the oven, and I put it in the oven, walked back into 
the the den that we were using as like our living room at her mom's house and I started watching TV and I didn't fully fall asleep but I was like so zoned out that I basically was asleep and suddenly I looked down because Netflix popped up with are you still watching The Office and I was like oh what what I'm watching The Office right now and I was like oh shit the potatoes and so I was like, oh my God, I looked at the timer. I was like, I put them in way too long. The potatoes have been in there for like 45 minutes instead of 30. Like, And my first thought so was, oh my God, they're on fire. So I started screaming fire in a house by myself as I sprinted to the kitchen. I like did a hurdle over the doggy gate because we had our German Shepherd Duchess at that point. So we had to block her off. Duchess. And I screamed fire as I hurdled and sprinted to the kitchen. And I got to the oven. He's like, fire, 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 fire. fire." And I got to the oven and I looked at it. And instead of like seeing, oh, is there smoke? Is there fire? I turned the light on inside the oven, you know, when they have it, so I could see if there was a fire inside. Like, I was like, I have to turn I on mean, the light to see if I mean, that was probably smarter than just opening it up and releasing the fire see, in the kitchen. Thank if you. If there was a fire. Thank you, because I've seen Backdraft. I'm but like, there also, could be a fire in there. also, do you understand that if it was on fire in the oven, there would have already been light? light? Yeah, that's why I was so dumb. Oh I wasn't God. thinking, oh, fire would make light. I was like, maybe it's invisible fire. That's a thing. Oh my god! So I literally panicked and was screaming fire, and then I just alone in the house. And I didn't even turn the oven off first. I like that could have been a first step. I just like finally was like, oh, it looks okay, and I opened it, and it was just like some overcooked potatoes. They didn't even like burn really. Like uh, they were just overdone. Was it potatoes or chicken? No, it was potatoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I and they were fine, but I just I'll never forget what's that. What's the ridiculous? Like, what's the ridiculousness of? The, I mean, obviously the whole thing's ridiculous, but what would be the joke? I wonder. Yeah, I I, I don't know a moral to it, but just the idea that screaming fire. And this somehow, is why women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> I didn't say it. That's what I, you wanted to say. Thank you for that saying that was it for the me. point of it. Thank you for saying it for me. I'll let the audience make a decision on what moral they want from it. But no, just the idea of screaming fire and is going to stop it somehow. Like in my head, there was nobody to warn. I wasn't warning anybody. Yeah. I was just thinking if I scream it out loud, it'll stop it. I think screaming it made you move faster. Maybe. I don't know. Like <laughs> it was like, run, 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 run. And also, run. yeah, in that moment, I ran towards the danger. I'm a wow. hero. Wow. You're the, I'm a arse- gosh darn you're the hero. arsonist and the hero. I'm both. Yeah, wow. I ran towards the danger when I thought that the house was going to burn down. I said, I'm going back in. Yes. Even though I was in the house. So. You did it. And it, it, the other, yeah, it's just little jokes. There's no major joke. That's why I think I haven't brought it to stage because there's not a big overarching you need to like, You need to like in this find a way to describe your actions and your thought process behind it like and yeah. then and then at the end you have to be like you have to explain what you thought afterwards and what came out of it so yeah. like oh yeah now i always set a timer on my phone when i t- put anything in the oven right even for five minutes i'm like set a timer right like yeah and like the other part of it is you know how annoying it is when netflix is like are you still watching it's like am i still paying like (laughs) you don't get to ask okay yeah but also thank god it thank god it did because that's what snapped me out of my like i was like zombie mode just watching tv half asleep and then suddenly it stopped and you know when the sound changes and your brain's like something's different 
bacon it was potatoes. Just enough, yep. just enough to make me go, wait, what? What is it? Where? What? Yeah, you just have to like really, like you need to go b- beneath the surface. Yeah. This is something that's like, why did you choose to start yelling fire? Because in your mind, that was like, that'll make him move faster. Yeah, it'll or scare may- the fire. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. That's or why maybe, it's so funny. Or maybe you heard like, you know, women, when they train women, if something bad's happening to women. Yeah. What are we supposed to yell out? Fire. Fire. Because yep. if we say anything else, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Which is terrible. Terrible. But yeah. So maybe your subconscious mind was like, this I need is help. bad. I need help. I need fire, help. Fire, <laughs> fire, fire. But except it actually was fire. Yeah. And it made you move faster, but why would you do it alone in the house? I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, would a neighbor hear me screaming fire and come help? Maybe. Maybe I thought that. Maybe. Okay. Okay. That was good. Yeah, I like it. Okay, well, that was our episode. That was listener questions. Listener questions part, I don't know, but thank you guys so much for sending in your questions. Um, We love getting them. Um, We still have so much more to cover, but we only have one more episode after this in season one. Yeah. And then we'll be back with season two in August. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so you have 20 episodes to listen to in season one. Yeah. And again, next week... We're going to have a special Very guest. Very special guest. I'm we can't so announce excited. it yet. I know because I'm afraid we'll he's going to... Yeah. I know. I'm so afraid he's going to cancel. He's going to wise up. Be like, yeah, the... This they is, don't get enough listeners. I've, I did I did explain that we are a very humble podcast. <laughs> and I was like, we it's very casual and very low-key. So okay. just don't expect anything crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So you definitely don't want to miss that episode. Make sure you follow us on The Love and Comedy Podcast. And we're available where you're listening, obviously, and everywhere that you want to stream us. So yeah. share us, like us, uh, rate us, comment, interact mostly share and thumbs up this episode please 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 yes we appreciate you for listening i've been one of your hosts aurora singh follow me at aurora singh comedy and check out my live comedy shows at aurora and i'm your other host drew schaefer you can find me at drew schaefer comedy on instagram tiktok uh and yeah that's pretty much it for me so oh we release episodes every thursday every thursday new episode so you know yeah. set the little the little bell to remind yeah, you yeah set a, set a reminder set oh a yeah reminder. That's subscribe a good... on youtube like yeah. i think the youtube you get to see some of my my cheeky little looks into the camera so if you're listening you can see me yeah those looks and hit that bell you can hit you can um hit the what's it called notify notify button yeah notify button on instagram and i think tiktok so every time we post something new you get a little notification and it just helps us out a lot what's the point of this podcast? what are we trying to do here we're trying to help people who are looking for love advice we're trying to help people looking for comedy advice and we're just trying to make you laugh and have a good time and we want to share the joy and we want people to listen and get a behind the scenes look and then we also want people coming into comedy and the dating world to hopefully get something out of it in a positive way and a yeah, positive outlook because uh, it's so easy in comedy and in dating to become jaded it is in in both aspects so it we is. want you guys to see positive look and what we're doing and Yeah, we appreciate you. The perfect couple. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Love you. Comedy you.